Good evening. I'm Paul DiRienzo with these headlines. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says his army is meeting fierce resistance as its tanks enter Gaza. He added, it's the height of the battle. Israel's military says Hamas fighters and allies have been emerging from hidden tunnels to fire tanks moving towards downtown Gaza. Meanwhile, Colombia's president, Gustavo Petro, condemned Israel's bombardment of Gaza, calling the war in the besieged Palestinian enclave genocide. So far, more than 9,000 people have been killed, according to the Palestinian Health Ministry. More than 3,000 are children. And United States Secretary of State Antony Blinken, on his way to meet with the leaders in Israel, says he's worked to get more aid trucks into Gaza and U.S. citizens out. Blinken added, a solution to the Palestinian problem is at hand. We will be talking about how we can set the conditions for a durable, sustainable peace, durable, sustainable security for Israelis and Palestinians alike. We're focused on the day of. We also need to be focused on the day after, particularly how we can get uh, over time to two states for two peoples. On Capitol Hill, Senator Bernie Sanders, taking pains to denounce the Hamas attacks on October 7th, says it's time for a ceasefire and called for the world to act. The situation in Gaza today is a disaster. Congress must take action. The administration must take action. The world must take action. Meanwhile, religious-based hatred is on the rise in the United States. The Anti-Defamation League says there's been a nearly 400% increase in incidents of harassment, vandalism, and assault against Jewish people since the war began, while the Council on American-Islamic Relations says it's received 774 complaints, a tenfold increase, but probably only a fraction of actual cases. Vice President Kamala Harris announced a White House initiative to combat Islamophobia. The Biden-Harris administration will develop our nation's first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. This strategy will be a comprehensive and detailed plan to protect Muslims and those perceived to be Muslim from hate, bigotry, and violence, and to address the concern that some government policies may discriminate against Muslims. For example, the so-called Muslim ban, which President Biden revoked on our first day in office. In New York City, with 1.6 million Jewish adherents and 800,000 Muslims, including 30,000 Palestinians, the city is scrambling to head off conflict. City Council Speaker Adrienne Adams spoke today. As Americans, we always protect and encourage freedom of speech, and our differences make us stronger. We must remain committed to preserving these principles and at the same time be vigilant in preventing our differences from being exploited or transformed into hate. And former Representative Liz Cheney says the new GOP House Speaker Mike Johnson is dangerous. She says he's an election denier and has little regard for the Constitution. Today, Johnson says he's in no rush to push an impeachment resolution against President Joe Biden. What you're seeing right now is a deliberate constitutional process that was envisioned by the founders, the framers of the Constitution. This is how they envisioned this to go, not the way the Democrats did it. Snap impeachments, sham impeachments, and all the rest. And Long Island Republican George Santos escaped being the first member in a quarter century to be removed from the House. The vote was far less than the two-thirds required. Santos spoke during the debate. I must warn my colleagues that voting for expulsion at this point would circumvent the judicial system's right to due process that I am entitled to. 
and desanctify the long-held premise that one is presumed innocent until proven guilty. Santos has been charged with various counts of fraud stemming from his election. He's also falsely claimed to be related to Holocaust survivors, claiming later he is Jewish, meaning not a Jew at all. And in New York City, 15 climate activists were arrested at City Hall demanding Mayor Eric Adams enforce an environmental law requiring new construction meet stringent air quality rules. Part of the Green New Deal for buildings, the law is unpopular with landlords. A student supporter spoke out. We are tired of Adams running around and not listening to his constituents. We are tired of having to fight for the health of our community. We are tired of having to fight for the simple desire of a better and cleaner future. Passed in 2019, Local Law 97 requires building larger than 25,000 square feet to begin limiting carbon emissions by January 2024. Paul DiRienzo, New York.